Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining Ambassadors Inspired to Inspired. Once again, let's just jump right on in as usual. So here we are today, um, still basing the topics and things that I'm talking about from Tony Evans' 30 Days of Prayer, Marriage Prayer. So on what is day 20, uh, I think it's 22, it's uh, it's talking about leadership. So I'm just titling this one right here, and the topic is going to be here, uh, The Way of the Leader. <laughs> yeah, The Way of the Leader. So leadership within within a marriage or any relationship can be a touchy subject, right? Why? Because just simply put, everybody can't lead and everybody can't follow, right? And so when there's so when there's a conflict in in this in this area, so that means that the the relationship, the marriage, it's it's headed for disaster because both individuals can't lead at the same time and both individuals cannot follow at the same time. It can happen interchangeably, but not at the same time. One must lead and one must must follow. Okay. But when we're looking at when we're looking at uh, the leadership or as it pertains to leadership, right? We have to understand that there's a responsibility that must be upheld, right? There must be a responsibility that must be upheld and a responsibility to follow. And that responsibility or or the obligation, number one, and I'm saying this number one as, as a believer is what is to have faith, have faith in God, trust in him, trust in his word and obey him. I, I don't know what other way to simply put that. That is our that is our foundation. That is our, our focus. That is what we are basing our movement. That is what we're basing how we're going to lead upon the word of God, right? That we and, and then when we say the word of God, I'm saying trusting. Because a lot of times we can we can say, you know what I'm saying, that 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 we are believers. We can say these things, but we're not putting no trust in him. And we can say that we believe in him, right? But then we're not obeying him. So just to simply acknowledge him, but not obey him and 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 not trust him, to me, that's, to me that just goes further along and saying that you're, we're denying the power of God. Just to merely just to say that I'm acknowledging him. But let me just go on back on here. Let's just let me just keep on going. Like, let me let me digress here. So uh let's use this example. So when God was talking to Abraham, right? One of the first things that I believe that God did was to acknowledge him as his own, right? And I'm I'm basing that, I'm basing this on um as this, right? He says, For I have chosen him. Now he, this is God talking to Abraham. Right. In Genesis 18 and 19, he says, for I have chosen him. I have chosen him. Why? So that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just again. Genesis 18 and 19. So when we're looking at this, right, we got to understand in the same manner that that when we say that there must be a leader within the relationship, a leader within the marriage, a leader within the household, why? To direct and to uphold what is right and what is just, right? Those who lead must lead in a manner that's pleasing to God. So many times we get caught up in, and I'm guilty of it. So many times we get caught up in trying to lead in a manner that's pleasing 
our spouse that we that we overlook that what we're supposed to be doing is we're supposed to be leading right according to the way that God wants us to to lead that we're supposed to lead in a manner that's going to resemble him that if if that's the area that that you're leading right i said it's interchangeable right sometimes you can lead sometimes you can follow but you can't do both <laughs> you can't do both so so we have to lead in a manner that's pleasing to God. So now we keep on going, right? So let's let's look at King Solomon, right? Let's look at King Solomon. King Solomon, he became what? He became a king when he was a child, right? When I say that, I mean that of a little boy and the and the maturity of conducting himself as a king. In the maturity of conducting himself as as the king. So before people start saying, no, you know, he wrong, he wrong, you know, just go back and check the scriptures, you know what I'm saying? See what it says for yourself, right? So in the maturity of conducting themselves as, uh, as a king. So when I'm reading and, and and how I'm going to try to explain it the best way that I, I can, he said that I look at it as this. He had the, he had the visual uh, knowledge of a king based on the information or the awareness that he got from his father, King David. But he did not have, or shall I say, um, he lacked the personal experience of wisdom, right? And knowledge to rightly, to rightly discern certain situations to make right and just decisions. That's what it is. He was there. He saw his father. He had the visual. I'm pretty sure, you know, he's like, oh, man, uh, I would do this if I was king, blah, blah. You know how we are when we're kids and we're looking looking at our parents and things of that nature and saying how we can do things better or we wouldn't do that and things of that nature, right? But so he had that. He had some type of visual, but he didn't have that personal experience yet. He didn't have that personal experience of, of having the wisdom and, and uh, having the knowledge. What? Because the word says, right, rightfully uh, to discern situations to 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 what to make it right and to make. Let me say this: to make right and just decisions. So when God, so when God asks, so when God asks. Uh, Solomon, right? He said, ask me what I shall give you. And I'm going somewhere with this, right? I'm going somewhere with this. He said, ask me what I shall give you. Second Chronicles 1 and 7. I love the Amplified, right? So King Solomon replied, he said this. He said, give me wisdom. And this is going to jump down to, uh, to 10. Give me wisdom and knowledge so that I may go out and come in performing my duties before this people. For otherwise, who can rule and administer justice to this great people of yours? Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. So in his position, in his position of, uh, of leadership, I believe he first acknowledged God and his loving kindness and his mercy, right? Verse eight, acknowledge his responsibility. He acknowledged his responsibility. You have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. That's nine, verse nine. And he acknowledged, he acknowledged his lack of wisdom and knowledge. 
And he and he asked God for it. He asked God for it. So I'm saying this, this is the way of the leader, right? He acknowledged God first and foremost, right? I said, I said the thing about uh to me as a believer, we have to, we have to lead, right? And in and follow in a manner, right, that's going to be pleasing to God according to his word. Right. So he 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 acknowledged that. And then he he acknowledged, he said he when he said he acknowledged his responsibility, that means he was accepting his responsibility. He wasn't trying to duck and die and 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 dodge it. He, he said he he acknowledged it. You have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. And he acknowledged his lack of wisdom and knowledge. He he acknowledged that that he needed help. He acknowledged that he didn't know it all. He acknowledged that he couldn't always be right. He acknowledged this. He didn't try to to pump and prime and and try to you know some people say fake it till you make it. He already knew this. I I have a need. I don't have wisdom. I don't have. I'm, I'm inferring. I don't have personal wisdom and knowledge on how to govern your people the way that you want me to do it. So he asked God, he asked God how to do it. This is what we must do as leaders. We must acknowledge God in the sovereignty. We must accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Acknowledge the acceptance of our responsibility as leaders. Acknowledge our lack of knowledge and wisdom. And then ask God for the knowledge and wisdom that we lack so that we can lead, right? So that we can lead, so that we can lead, leading in our relationships, leading in, um, in marriage. You see what I'm saying? To do, be able to do these things. When we, when we start to acknowledge and accept our responsibilities, when we begin to, uh, to go to God and 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 our need and saying, God, I need you. I can't do what you want me to do without your wisdom, without your knowledge, without you guiding me. I can't do this. I can't do this. I, I'm accepting what you want me to do and what you've created or designed and purpose for me to do. I'm accepting it. I'm not trying to dodge it. I'm not trying to put it on somebody else. I'm not trying to hide behind other people. I'm accepting what you have created and purposed me to do, but I'm acknowledging the fact that I can't do it without you. I don't care how much visual um, um, knowledge I gained from watching. He could have been watching from a distance. I don't care if you watched from a distance. Or shall I say, he didn't care if he watched from a distance. He didn't care if he was right there, right there next to his father, every step of the way, right? And sometimes we look at that, and as we're dealing with um, uh, people in our lives that we look at as our leaders, or we look at them as mentors, we look at them as life coaches, we look at them in some uh, shape, form, or fashion, and we can be right there. And that's all great. That's all fine. That's all dandy. But the mere fact that we must understand that we must lead in a manner that's pleasing to God. And so we have to acknowledge him. 
We have to accept our responsibilities and we have to acknowledge our dependency upon him. And we need to ask him for his help. We need to ask him how to guide and to govern your people, how to guide and govern the situations that he uh, that he's allowed us to be in. But here's the other thing, too. Let me add this in here, too. Right. But he uh, but he tied it in with faith and not doubt. So when he was asking God for these things, he tied it in with faith and not doubt. So he he asked God and he didn't like, uh, well, I'm not sure if you're going to do this. Uh, mm, I don't know. He he asked without doubt. Let me let me digress a little bit here on something. Let's read James 1, 5 and 8 in Amplified, right? James 1, 5 through 8. If any if any of you lacks wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstance, he is to ask of our benevolent God who gives to everyone generously without rebuke or blame. And it will be given to him. But he must, but he must ask for wisdom and faith without doubting. God's willingness to help, right? For the one who doubt is like a bellowing uh, surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. For such a person ought not to think or to expect that he will receive anything at all from the Lord. Being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, in everything he thinks, feels or decides. I'm telling y'all, as I was preparing for this and writing this up, this message or this particular thing was stepping on my toes. And I mean, I'm stepping on my own toes. If I had to swallow my own pill, that is the pill that I had to swallow. Because the thing about it is, as a leader, so many times, I, I, you know, I've experienced moments when I'm going before God and I'm asking him how to do this, what to do, what direction, how this, how this. And I'm asking him, right? I'm going to him. I'm acknowledging him, right? I'm accepting my responsibility. I'm asking him for help. But in the midst of asking for help, there's this little area right here when I doubt. And so now it's like, God, help me and my unbelief. Because what I'm doing is 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 not well, I don't want to say it's not right that I'm I believe I'm supposed to lead and I'm asking you, I'm acknowledging you and I'm asking you for help. But in the midst of me asking you for, for help, this is a little bit of doubt that I've been having. So God help me in my unbelief because I trust you and I'm gonna obey your word and I want to obey your word and I want to 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 govern your people and or the situation or my, or my or my marriage, you know, saying the manner that you want me to, so that it's pleasing to you, so that everything that I'm doing, it's pleasing to you. So I'm telling you, this stepped all over my toes. This is the way of the leader. This is the way of the leader. To acknowledge God, 
to accept your responsibilities, to acknowledge your, your, your dependency, your need of depending upon him. I don't care how many people are following you. I don't care how many people acknowledge you and say how, how good you are at this. I don't care if your spouse says that you're just, I mean, you're the, you're the cherry on top of the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? You're the, you're the gravy on, on whatever. I don't care how much they say that. You have to acknowledge that that your dependency is upon God through Christ Jesus in order for you to lead the way that God wants you to lead or follow, right? The way that he, that he wants you to lead. So that it's pleasing to him. If it's pleasing to him, then the relationship and the marriage will represent, will represent the father. And he's going to be pleased with that because it represents him because you're submitting everything unto him. So this is why I say this is the way of the leader. So let's pray. Father God, I repent from the sins I have committed and I ask that you forgive me. I accept, believe and confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people, my marriage, the relationships. For who can judge this great people of yours? Who can judge? Who can who can make right decisions in, in this relationship, in this marriage, in this life that you've given me? I thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Hey, so until next time. This is Ambassador Inspired to Inspire. I'm your host, Mr. Tracy. God bless. Talk to you later.